Interview with Jill Constantine, recorded at ACE Depot in May 2010. You're Senior Curator of the Arts Council Collection. How long have you been here? I've worked with the collection about 30 years, but not always in this capacity. So you know it pretty well. I think I know it better than most, probably more than anybody now. What were the beginnings of the Arts Council collection? It was post-war, CEMA, Council for the Encouragement of Music and the Arts, which existed during the last war, were given a group of paintings by the Pilgrim Trust. In 1946, when the Arts Council was formed, these paintings were given to what was then the Arts Council of Great Britain, and that's when the collection began. The aim at the time was to make small touring exhibitions in order to introduce the general public to contemporary visual art. I've got an image here of a Henry Moore figure drawing, 1937, so this would have been bringing together works from the 1930s onwards. I'm thinking about the time frame for contemporary art. I think our collection is about looking at what is happening at the time in British art. As the collection has been in existence for nearly 65 years, we describe our holdings as modern and contemporary. It's a constant subject for discussion, where modern art ends and contemporary art begins. The Moore drawing you mention may have been acquired by Sir Kenneth Clarke as part of a group of work which included some bronze maquettes, which he bought directly from the artist for the collection in 1948. This group is an example of where we bought historically, but most of the collection dates from post-1946. We do have five works by Sickert in our collection, but that is unusual and probably reflects a period when the acquisition policy was possibly less structured than in later times. It's not clear what the policy was at the time, apart from collecting the best of British modern art. So that would have been a specialist committee, and you mentioned Kenneth Clark. Yes, some very distinguished people have advised on acquisitions, as well as Sir Kenneth Clark, David Sylvester and Brian Robertson sat on what was called the Arts Panel, which had a general advisory role. Later, it became a more formalised process. In the 1970s, a proper acquisitions committee was established and people were invited to be on that committee. The process has always been to have a certain number of external advisers to work with the internal advisers. So jumping forward to now, how is an acquisitions committee composed? It usually includes a critic, an artist and an independent curator. The acquisitions committee is chaired by the head of the collection. The other permanent members are the director of the Haywood Gallery, a representative from Arts Council England and myself. The reason for having outside advisers is to bring a new perspective into the discussions. They will sit on the committee for two years and then it changes. People put forward names and we discuss who may bring a fresh view. They aren't necessarily given a formal brief in the sense of telling them what to buy, but they must be well acquainted with contemporary art practice. For example, this year there was a desire amongst the new members of the committee to look at contemporary photography, 
There is a great deal of research involved. Everyone visits as many exhibitions as they can, whether public or commercial galleries.